bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us, as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello and welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater, the uh, commentary edition of Stargate SG-1. This is Johnny. I'm Yosef. I played Saggy. Droopy. <laughs> Just all not good pecs. <laughs> this is Jeff. This is Jeremy. This is Aaron. This is Jaden. Alright, so good session of, well, good one-shot session yeah. of Stargate SG-1 of a good franchise that we all love and enjoy. And good to have a guest player and guest GM yes. along with us. So uh, let's start off, before we get it, dive into the meat of our session get a little bit of background on our gm and player you had mentioned before episodes before we started recording that this is based off of the system is based off of DD but you have yeah. not played a lot of DD, but you've done a lot of gaming so very much what like kind D&D. of background have you come what have you okay okay yeah. so yeah I've, I've, I've uh so i've played a lot of shadowrun one or two sessions of Star Wars and uh, gamed a couple of in-house systems um, as well. Uh, Shadowrun Light. Shadowrun Light is my other my and, other uh, and Yosef's one. pocket made volcano. In Yosef's made up a uh, Shadowrun medium. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember it whatsoever, so I wouldn't even feel comfortable talking about it. I wouldn't I even say it's Shadowrun, but. But yeah, that, but it was a good system. It was a, it, it was, was a, it's, very it's, interesting. It was a good it's system. very simple. That's why. Yeah, yeah. So even an idiot like me could run it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, I found this uh, found this interesting because it was uh, again doesn't lay heavily on combat. So um. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it did. Well, okay. No. In comparison to how bone thrower sessions usually go, yeah, this was I wouldn't say. A lot more, but fairly more combat in a session than than we would see. So you actually you only had two encounters for combat. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, where I mean, e- even in Shadowrun, I mean, you could have countless encounters of combat, not full on battles. Yes, yes. But right. combat right. encounters throughout the entire session. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yes. usually I would say for our we have bone thrower <laughs> sessions, combat every five, six our, episodes. Yeah, our campaigns we may have a one com like heavy combat thing in a session, um, and occasionally maybe, those combat only that combat only lasts a couple rounds or one round. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one depending round. on because yeah. there mm-hmm. usually are like one or two bad guys that we can just or even a turn. Yeah, yeah, like the first person with the highest initiative just. Rolls out of the uh, clock shop and just kills the person on the roof, and then that, and you're done. <laughs> and then buries the body right. with magic, magic gear. gear. Uh, shush, shush, shush. <laughs> okay, yeah, keep going. So yeah, so, yeah we've mentioned uh, we've mentioned. I know Yosef and Jaden. Um, we played Shadowrun a bunch together. Um, we've mentioned quite a bit on the show 
Shadowrun as a, a background, at least for, for my background. And uh, one of the things that we've pulled in from like this concept of Shadowrun that uh, Jaden, I don't think you said wasn't in the SG-1 rule set, um, but was the concept of a simple and complex action during a turn. So you could get two simple actions or one complex action yeah. for a turn. So that's something I really liked from Shadowrun, and I think it worked well here yeah. as yeah, well, especially well when you, you got to do a lot of moving. moving yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it, yeah, it's different than most of the systems we play, which are, you know, these six systems are two, two actions. is written in the book, double actions cost a penalty. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you don't really define in, like, D, in Open D6 any tier in your actions. No, yeah. it's, it's an action. It's an action. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, speaking is not considered an action. You can do that whenever you want. Yeah. yeah that's um, right. But if you're going to actually do something... Considered a free action. Then it's going to cost a penalty for you to do a second action on top of that. So, so if, if you, you wanted, wanted to, to take two shots... Minus wanted, one, die to each shot. Yeah. You would take a penalty to both actions to do that. So... Yeah. I, I, I definitely liked that, that ability to do two actions. Two simple actions. Yeah. You know, we don't play D20 systems very often. No. So, I, I, I like D20. I, I, th I, I There's something special to me about the dice. Uh, I just think I just think it's cool. I, I, it gives a little bit more randomness. It's just the range is so... It's rough sometimes, it's isn't so it? It's so rough. Like, we, I think, got so used to missing a target number by like one or two points and then just spending a character point to get you there. Yeah. Then it's like, pfft. and I thought that was really brutal that it was like, oh, we've got no points to spend to boost these rolls at all. What uh -huh. we roll is what we roll. Yeah. <laughs> we never even really used the tension die, did we? No. It, was that just not in this session? It, it was at the very beginning. Yeah. It so was? there was, I think there was one roll of the tension die. Yeah. But yes, the, in this first episode, it's it's not really used a whole lot. Hmm. It typically would be made around your saving throws would all incorporate attention die, but there's no again you're training for half of it and then your first mission, so there's not going to be. So a lot what of saving what throws. would be an example for like when the attention die would be rolled? Because you mentioned something about character sheets saying that, but I didn't have anything on my character sheet that. Well, it's probably same. not a class or a background that you chose that you Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh um, yeah. What would be example? Because I thought maybe that scene where it was in the the cages, mm -hmm. that might have been a good opportunity for a tension roll. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when um, Kundar was invisible trying to crawl out and escape. <laughs> yeah. That's some high suspense right there. So, and Great I, TV. And I think the idea is that you, you roll that tension die at the beginning of the scene. It gives you a an extra modifier to your target numbers. So if my target number is then 15 and a 6 is rolled on the tension die, now I have to hit 21 for all of my targets. Would right. be my... But that was how I assumed it was supposed to work. Uh, yeah, it can it can modify damage as well, uh, depending on... Ooh. So it can make damage tier up um, for uh. you, uh, for your shots, as well as shots taken oh. against you. It's really all about... Uh, setting the scale of importance, right? Um, obviously, if it's uh, a higher tension die, say a D12, it should all approach the, the mission as, hey, this is something that's going to be really important. There might be more drastic interaction that swings one way or another. Okay. 
so on that note, uh, it seemed like the notes, the 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 guide, the campaign or the uh, the session was laid out pretty well. It came out. I know I saw Act Two, and I'm assuming there was an Act Three. Is that is that how it was laid out? There were two acts. The two first, acts. The, the first act of and the first planet. Uh, the tr- you know your training. your training and then your interaction with the Jaffa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next act would have been the the, the mission to discover the uh, destroyed base, and then your next mission, so, the following mission. In looking at extra or, or beyond the first session, do they have anything as far as if a member? discovered this in a previous session. Um, so, for instance, if we had seen what was in that box, would that play in line at a later... The small chest. Uh, yes, and the small chest. <laughs> yes. So, right now, none of you carry or know what was in that other yeah. than, hey, that's the object, right? So, you would have... It, it would build on... So, instead of... It would be a, a knowledge check, uh, you know, uh, uh, to remember mm-hmm. what you saw as case now... I would just skip over that section. Yeah, and that's it, built into the notes. That's yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, on that as well, were are some of these characters that we encounter, the NPC characters, are, would they be reoccurring? Oh. Like the the one lady who was with Wawa Pet yep. uh, would be com- or come up later again yes. in the adventure. Uh, uh, Wawa Pet, his two queens, Jata. Nice. Are all built characters that have stats nice. that, they got that, stats, that go along with the system. So, I mean, cool. you could so have you failed horribly, <laughs> so you guys all succeeded your stealth check to leave, right? So, um, yeah. if you did not succeed your stealth check to leave, Jata would have been chasing you, and you would have had a chase mechanic to get to the gate before them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And, cool. and then dial it out. Um, okay. Yeah, you did mention that, that about the chase the mechanic and said if, yeah. you, oh, yeah. if nice. we get to use it. Right. So, and I have not gotten to use it yet. Right. So but everybody's got their stealth check. Everyone <laughs> has passed their stealth check. It's a fairly low stealth check. It's a stealth check of twelve, and it's our group stealth check. So if more than half of you get it, you oh. all get it. Oh, so oh. my camouflage didn't really help out much there. They, no. they probably would have gotten it anyway. Yeah, probably. I like that idea, Everyone's that, that mechanic like, oh, for I'm a group a check, <laughs> of the more than uh, a certain number. If I have half the group or more gets it, then everybody gets it. I, I like it. It's it, uh, similar to in Good Strong Hands, where if you rolled two successes, you can give me one of those right. successes. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of what we're... You can help out. I, I, I like that in certain scenarios, but I think in the, in the, in the concept of stealth, it kind of... You're only as stealthy as your noisiest person. So it's like, uh... But, so I, I would normally agree, but keep in mind, you did have one of the queens offering or distraction. Assistant. Distraction. Right, yeah. so. Yeah. And she is pretty distracting. <laughs> Especially if you can see it from the front. <laughs> but it was small-chested. <laughs> I what I like you know, to I'm looking at the right action. <laughs> Small chest, big sack. <laughs> and that's Done. actually what we're seeing from the front. <laughs> oh dang! <laughs> She's a man, baby. That would be very distracting. <laughs> what I do like, and this was one of the pre-written stories from there, it felt very much like a SG one episode. Uh-huh. 
Mm. Like, yeah. felt very much like one. Even to the shootout at the gate at the very end of the episode. Yeah, that's like, it's like, it's like episode one. It's like there's always a shootout at the gate to get back home. Yeah. It's not at the end of the episode, it's at the very beginning of the episode. Yes. I, I would agree. One of the things that I didn't, uh, I think most of their stuff, and you very well picked up on, is they're very on the nose about what you need to pay attention to. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I, as you're describing stuff and he was like, and remember this, I was like, oh, well, we're going to encounter that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, well, some dial the game manually. Yeah, I was like, well, we're going to have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying, like, if, you know, you're going beyond like the pre-written campaign, like how difficult would you think it would be to write your own storylines for this? So I, I think most of the stuff they were on the nose about was kind of, educating you on how the Stargate universe works. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, if yeah. you could assume your character base has a base level of knowledge, you could get around that, right? Uh, but I will say the other the other session that I that I GM'd, they did not remember a their GDOs. Because you mentioned you splatted. No, almost. No, so there's a mechanic. If they if you guys would have approached the gate without using your GDO, then I would give you a knowledge check right. to see if you could remember, hey, I think we're forgetting to do something. And luckily, I mean, and they did one it twice. <laughs> I think everybody here at the table has enough Stargate knowledge that we, we know. It's like, gate, GDO. I was part of the team and I completely, like, words, <laughs> line. I, I completely forgot about it. I just loved the sounds on, on all the episodes where they're being chased through the gate and then they close the air and then you hear it's awesome. And that that Irish don't let no one through. <laughs> I I really enjoyed that they built in how to play the game into the first campaign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They gave you the the training session with the combat, and then they gave you the scenario with the Jaffa in line to train you how to use the determination points. points. Yeah, it was like the tutorial section of a video game. Yeah, 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 it felt very much like that in a good way. Yeah, yeah, in a good way. A lot of games don't have that. Yeah, and there was another point. I know, Jaden, you were just looking at the script, but there was a point where the script said something, and then. Uh, Yosef's character responded with something and then you just went right on to the next part of the script and I picture that just like a, a video game where you say something to the <laughs> and they just repeat what they said before yeah. in the video game that's what it felt like yeah, yeah. but that I mean it was, that was entertaining that was entertaining sorry yeah, I, yeah. I, I filter a lot of what he says out so. <laughs> you've known him for a long time have you so we talked about the traitor aspect. Is that built into the no. campaign? Okay. No, that was, that's that just was that was just a uh, decision. Yeah, pre pre game decision. Yeah. Uh, again, I wanted to make it interesting for him since he had already played. He get to got to do something different. I think it's something that would, if you were going to do that again, something that would be beneficial is giving the ability to find that out as we go. Little yeah. dropping little clues. Hints. So there would have been more hints had he not have horrible history checks. Okay. <laughs> so he would have been able to. Explain. I know. 
Like, we talked almost about explained too much about who Wawa Pet was. Okay. Right. right. He he served another system lord mentioned. Yeah, Tilgath. Tilgath, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And I, if he had succeeded, he would have explained his direction, connection to, to Wawa Pet oh, through Tilgath okay. and all that. And you'd be like, why do you know so much? Right? Would have been an option. But I legitimately biffed the role. <laughs> so I was like, I guess we're just going to keep rolling like you're a part yeah. of the team. Yeah, because that, that confused me as a player. Um, even though the character, uh, Akel, didn't see that until the very end of that firefight. That confused me as a player. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, he just came out. And legitimately, I thought that he was just trying to be create a distraction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. At, I at did start, too. And I was like, confusing all right, me now that so Jafar... maybe that's on me. Maybe I should have made it more clear that I was working with the guards or something like that. Or me running towards the... Maybe I should have made a different decision, like... To stand with the guards and fire on you instead of going for the DHC and try to sabotage it. Because we didn't discuss that part. I made that decision on the fly. And then as we progressed and you were taking those guards out quickly, I flipped and was I made a decision. Then I was like, well, I need to start sabotaging stuff. Cause right. right. Yeah. 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 As, as Jeremy was taking out the guards Had quickly. He <laughs> succeeded on those history rolls, you would have he would have then told you that he used to work for a system lord underneath of Anubis. Mm. And hopefully that would have sparked enough interest. It was like, wait, but we're going in a mission against Anubis. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So that you would have then drawn that connection. So when his action to betray would have been like, well, these guys might know him. Right. Well, and even when you said, you know, you were running towards the DHD and you go, I wonder if they realize I just uh, defected. Like you made, you made a comment yeah, about you- that. I and thought you were joking. Yeah, same. Fair Even enough. then, I'm like, I, I did too. I was is like, he joking like, or not? <laughs> and then I, I took it more seriously when Jaden, you had all the Jaffa just ignore his character and just yeah. fire on everybody else. It's like, wait, he's the closest one. Why is it? And yeah. I was like, how is this going on? Yeah, <laughs> maybe we should have had like something that I could have shown to the other guards to like prove that I was who I was instead of like well I don't know I don't know how cool I think that it would have worked except my character was already finger on the trigger ready to do action so as soon as you stepped out and said that thinking that as a distraction and then more Jafar started showing up it was like well we're doing this now it's like we're not waiting for more to show up no, and so, I, I guess might, if it was if it was too obvious, you would have just shot me in the back. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and ended me quickly. I probably my character probably still would have shot for the Jaffa first because they had a staff weapon. <laughs> True. Oh, okay. My character wanted that staff. Well, weapon. that was another thing. I realized yeah, I, I might have started well, shooting at you first. Exactly. You guys <laughs> might have started to shoot at me sooner than before. But I one of the things I realized is that. Uh, being a prisoner, I lost my staff weapon. All I had was a nine millimeter. Like I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be much help to these guards. I was like, what can I do? I ran for the DHD. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was yeah. good. Yeah, I, that I, was I, it was a good good section of it. it and confusing. You said mentioned in, right before we started recording that your character was supposed to die. He was supposed to die. That was the idea that that he would be found as a traitor and everybody would kill him. Right. And we were running long on that episode, so. It didn't play out the way I had the thought in my head of doing the whole thing right from storyline of SG-1 where you come up and you reach into the symbiote pouch and you crush the gold inside oh. of them to kill them. Ugh. Yeah. 
I did think of that. That was, and it, he came back intact with a symbiote. See, I wanted him as a prisoner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to be honest, I was really, really hoping for the chase mechanic. That's what we plotted out more, was that he would uh, take actions to fall back um, and lose ground in the chase and then become one of the attackers. Uh, and you guys uh, would not have had well, a perception of But we got the stealth check, so I guess I kind of worked against that, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I guess, I guess uh, thinking about it, if I we planned better, camouflage. you shouldn't have done, uh, done camouflage, but you could have purposely done something. Um, to alert them to initiate the chase mechanic. Yeah, it was good. I, I, so again, I'm. I was late. I wanted to talk to Jaden more about this beforehand. When I called, I was going to call to discuss more, but then he was like, "Oh, well, we're actually playing." And I was like, "Oh, WTF, Mike? Uh, I'm late." So <laughs> it would have been nice if we got to discuss it a little more before this. But I, I, I know. I thought it was, it was a good. It was a good part. Good. Yeah. Twist to put in there. Yes. Yeah. A couple things. Uh, one, character creation is, I mean, Jaden, you talked about this to, with me beforehand, said it's a daunting task, and it, I can see it's, this is definitely built to be like a in-depth, long yeah. campaign oh, yeah. where you oh, yeah. definitely build the character. It's not, it's not like some of the other one-shots we played where you can create a character uh, very so quickly. this character build was a lot like D&D. Uh, D&D. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot like D&D. I mean, this, the system was built around the 5th edition of D&D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could tell that a lot. But, you know, it's at the same time, you know, what was daunting, it's also that once you do it, once you try to do it, it wouldn't be hard at all. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I told Jeremy I was able to do it in less than an hour once I knew what I was doing, but yeah. it took us, what, four hours to figure it out? Yeah, when we originally started. When we er, yeah, had no guidance. Right? Yeah, I mean, we did it all four of us in an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. And we build characters all regularly. Time, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Like every couple of months we're building a different character. So yeah. another thing is, and we talked about this a little bit while building characters or when we got first got into play, it was actually when we first got into play. Uh, one thing I, I think would be beneficial to be added to the system is a modifier for like knowledge or checks pertaining to a certain race or something like how the Jaffa couldn't recognize the Jaffa boot prints. Yeah. I feel like there's holes like that in any game. There are. Oh, yeah. 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 And especially and with a system that's brand new. They that haven't, worked out they the haven't printed out the book yet. We're, we're yeah. If, uh, for your fans or whatever, we're working with printed out from a PDF right. pages here. They like the system is very new. Yeah, and I think uh, we've said beforehand we're playing this. If this will air several months in the future, but uh, we're playing this on the weekend. They're actually releasing it, and they're actually doing a uh, Twitch, stream. Twitch, right Twitch now. stream of. At a convention what? of somebody we actually and I'm playing. down here with you clowns? <laughs> Man! Whatever, <laughs> you enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I, great time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's something I think would... In any system, yeah, it's like the one person that would know this just because of a bad role doesn't know it, but the one person that had would have no clue just because they had a good role. Maybe not a modifier, maybe a saving role on, like, obvious... Um, like, maybe we should, like, when I was doing that role, maybe I should have done a saving role for, you know, intelligence or something like that for my, my character, because a Jaffa not noticing Jaffa tracks is like, yo, I can't even think of an analogy. It's just stupid. <laughs> you know? So maybe, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. later you can add, like, a, like you can it's do like, it. It's, it's like not being able to recognize a recorded version of your own voice. 
which I think we had. Uh, well, so now you guys all succeeded on the checks to recognize Wawa Pet's voice and yes. yeah. through the tent. They didn't the first time they grew. And I was like, how are these? They've been in the, the, the cage for an hour and a half. You really forgot what Wawa Pet sounded like? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, and I was like, I guess I keep going. Um, but you're also playing on a pre-written script. I think when you get to make your own yeah, your own mission, can be you'll be able to be like, well, let's say they fail at this point. I'll do this instead. Yeah, it gives you a little bit more flexibility. I still think you did great. Oh, I, yeah, I feel definitely. like I, I was trying to throw wrenches in everywhere I could. Really? Just because I was having fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, no, for it, him. Yeah, for him. No, we understand. Uh, so I really, we were being nice to him. I don't know why you didn't shoot your net at him almost instantly when you caught up. They were talking about that. Because, and I was no. like, please don't do that. So I, <laughs> I didn't my shoot, shoot my net at him because, again, we didn't know he was traitor. Even in, well, n- not until he started so, dismantling the, the pedestal did it, did it dominate the traitor. And then, because we discussed, we weren't re- really sure what the net would do. I just... Rather than try to throw that wrench into the end of the episode of, well, how are we going to handle this mechanic? Is it going to knock him to the ground and he has to struggle out also, of it? Would that go against my hip, my my armor class for some reason? Like, because my too. armor class was so high, it made it very difficult for these guys to shoot me. I, at, at one point, I was sitting there thinking, maybe these guys aren't going to be able to kill me by the end of this episode. <laughs> and then you finally got the two the two crits on let's me. Talk, let's talk about that. How all the roles that I was doing out of combat were horrible <laughs> and then during combat even the training session and then the end everything was above 20 uh-huh yeah so what's your modifier for your your weapons though you have a plus five to the matok yeah, yeah plus yeah, five plus five plus five but still i was rolling like 17 like, you're 18, like oh 19, you're 20. like 20 roll two and take the lowest 19 20 okay i guess the other 19 oh plus five that's 24 and right. they were all like Nothing was below a seventeen. Yeah, when I was rolling in combat, and, but, and like everything combat. else, it was like one, four, seven. Yeah, it was almost like you were and then, incompetent. And then yeah, and wise. then the, even the damage, even the damage, it was like all right, roll one d eight. What do you get? Okay, eight <laughs> plus three, eleven. All right, fine. Yeah, it's very interesting because uh, playing in Shadowrun, you take tons of hits in that game. You take a tons of hits and you don't go down. In this, it, I felt invincible until he hit me, and then he took me out in one round. And it was just like, maybe that's why, I hit, like, the armor class seems like so, you know, OP because, like, when you finally take damage, you take a lot of damage from these staff weapons and stuff. Oh yeah, so, so I only took one thing of damage, and that knocked my hit points in half. Where, I was like, oh my god, yeah. I can't, I, I can't survive another hit. Uh, and I was, I was surprised because I took damage three separate times, and I'm pretty sure I had the lowest hit points sitting at the table with my character. And I, st- I mean, I, I, I ended so, with so, like four. So keep in mind, think of, think of it like SG one, right? They, yeah. They didn't. You don't want these characters to die. Right. Right. So. Right. Yet most of your your damage is not going to be lethal. Right. Uh, but then watch SG one. A blast. A staff gun. A gun blast. W- practically okay. almost kills you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So unless you're a main character, <laughs> yep. All, or sometimes even if you are, yeah, then something. there's a Safak of Alfred Captain. But I think what? I think your net would have been more you like a not a target at him, but a area cast effect, right? Ah. So it's really just boom, throw, and then he would have had to have it an acrobatics. No, not acrobatics. Just a athletics check to get out. 
So what are those saving throws for? We've never used them. Yeah. The death saves? It's no. no, no, no. We no, used death the saves. saves. We didn't the death saves. So saving my understanding throws. of the saving throws oh. are for actions of like critical nature, um, and you guys didn't re- don't really didn't really come to any of those because there was always a lot of you alive when there was other people shooting, right? So if uh, so, in the case of combat, you can use a saving throw to increase a number if it's determined that hey, look, if you, it's one v one, and if you got a, if you die, there's no way this episode continues, right? So then that, that's when the saving throws. So why can't I use my set, any saving throws? Because uh, you, you don't, don't matter. <laughs> you don't count. It mattered to me, man. I was down to last me. <laughs> there was only me. So I will say as well, very different from how we usually treat failures um, when we roll. Because I, I don't know when we were in that first, uh, the first planet and I rolled to dial the gate and I rolled a one. And I was like, "Well, I just broke the DHD." Oh, no, I figured I figured it was going to open up to a planet, and we were going to have visitors start coming through that gate right then. Well, can well, only no, can can it's, it's, it's only one way. That's right. It's so, only one way. So, it, but somehow th- with a one, he managed to flip the gate. <laughs> so that, yeah. that that is a mechanic written in the story, uh, okay. in the book. Any failure below a five can op- it has a chance to open on a random world. So I did a check to see if if it did, and it did open on a random yeah. world. Okay. Right? The other option that I could see Jordan have running with is as we're trying to radio through, we don't get any contact back. But then once the gate closes, it, it reopens and that planet, and yeah. the people start pouring yeah. through. Except that. Yeah, I, you know, I get you, but that yeah, doesn't that, work. That assumes that there was like the an Dallas army star 69. Ready Yeah, there's no Star planet. 69. There's no uh, a caller ID on the DHD. Like, so so well, uh, you can know where it's, it's coming from, can't you? Well, when the gate's opening up, no, they the, the chevrons activate on your side. Planets that they came. Yeah, from. I thought the chevrons do activate on your side. The chevrons activate on your side when you're in the incoming wormhole. So yeah, they right, light up, right. but I don't think I don't no, think that. The, it doesn't be. doesn't spin. Oh yeah. To yeah. to tell you which chevron is being activated. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just fair enough. Out. Fair enough. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Wouldn't but matter. All that to say <laughs> that we're so used to when we fail Something. things breaking that I was like, well, okay, there's no more DHD. Yeah. <laughs> very very large consequences. We were gonna be up there, you know, activating the chevrons and, and manually turning the. So that 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 that, that was a mechanic. Yeah. Decide for it, and again, the guys, how you chose to fix the gate is not how they wrote to fix. They it. wanted us to wire. They wanted it, yes. I and the fact it. that you were you were able to identify the half broken crystals that. It had to do with the modulation, but not fix the power crystal, but then just hook up power directly to the, the DHD. DHD. I was like, that's typically that not how it's done, but, but it, it, it makes, it makes sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, that's why I always say every time they do it in this show, I'm like, but then they couldn't show Teal like, that only makes sense, but there's no that, DHD. That mechanic would have been like, you have to get. I forget what check it is, but you have to get successes for each chevron. Oh, oh god! Wow. <laughs> so that so I'm glad I figured. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. wouldn't have happened. We'd still be on the planet right now. <laughs> I wouldn't be a traitor yet. <laughs> I I was also really hoping we were going to be able to open the gate on somebody. I'm like, there was so much of me oh, like, yeah. kept opening. It didn't happen. It's so fun watching them dissolve like that. You know? <laughs> 
So, like when you had the Jaffa running to the corners of the gate, I was like, all right, try and run across and let's dial it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What that was awesome. my thought, too. <laughs> yeah. I really like this. Smoking boots. Yeah. This is fun. This is fun. Especially since I'm a huge, 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 huge Stargate fan. Yeah. Wow. No, you never talk about it at all. <laughs> Not in any of our episodes of commentary have you talked about Stargate. It's, it's like, oh, so we're either talking about Star Wars or Stargate, it's one of those uh, two. Every single time. I can talk to you guys a little bit about the online mechanic. You can go register your characters. I can go register and and claim that I ran a um, a session with you guys. Part of the fact of registering your characters is you up, uh, basically upload your stats and and up, other people can choose to play that character if they oh, wanted to. Cool. Right? That's cool. So you have. Character, yeah, character created, pre-made characters. You can right, play. and then and but they will know the outcome that your character had. Right, they, they lived, they discovered this, they mm-hmm. did that. Right, so they can carry that that character on the episode two if they really liked it. Oh, nice. But I also think I understand that there's a mechanic where they actually have gotten Doctor McKay from Atlantis, mm-hmm. David Hewlett, to David yeah. Hewlett to to role play a session, and he has picked characters. And they have brought in people that were in the base of designing and playing to play with him. That's cool. That would be cool. That's All over Sky- Skype, you know, yeah, or, yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. All right, I'm, I'm putting up droopy packs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that one's gonna get uh, d- DQ just because of the name. Really? Is it PECS or PECKS? Uh, no K. No. When you when you upload it, spell it with a K. It'll fly. I don't see how pecs are something that would be removed. No, I'm... It's, I'm the it's combination. It's the combination. Co- no, sure, your character will be there, but if they pull you up in the in the generation process and be like, yeah, we're going to play with this guy, they're going to be like, no, we're going to pick another one. Or... <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Droopy is going to live on forever. Yep. All right. So this has been an interesting session. First for Bone Thrower's Theater, first time we've not had Jordan with us on a session. Yeah. And even without Jordan, there's all J's. Yosef's not. Yeah, he's Are a you, Y. I, I just assumed it was spelled like <laughs> <laughs> I-O. <laughs> Yosef. I just assumed it was a J. It's I. Thank you very okay. much. Hi, Yosef. I stand corrected. So take that you, with your J elitism. This is not mouth today. You think I could trying to read the notes? But, hey, the, but the, yeah, those sessions are very wordy. Yeah. Like, no, it's trying to describe a whole television scene. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. right. There's there's a lot of epilogue. I got Apparently, the Fighting Irish protect the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. Thank you very much, both Yosef and Jaden. Yes. 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 That was great. You guys made it fun. And uh, Jordan will definitely be listening to these episodes, so he'll get to hear all the clips we make about uh, how GMing is just the same. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this special one shot of Bone Thrower's Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. 
If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.